This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined <laughs> as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Hello. Uh, Today Jeff's, we'll be... Jeff's bringing the energy. I like yeah. it. One of us is hungover. Yeah. Viewers, <laughs> care to guess who it was? Not I, says me. Today we'll be talking about Three Amigos. <laughs> Why is my voice would you, like, would you like sprinkles on that? <clears throat> Today we'll Mr. be talking Wimbley. about... <laughs> Three Amigos. Um, Scott, you like this movie. Why don't you start us off here? Okay. Uh, just brief background. 1986, directed by John Landis, starring Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, and Martin Short. Uh, this is a... Uh, hey, Landis. <laughs> yes. A, uh, a uh, satire on old... Uh, like early Hollywood, um, especially anything having to do with Westerns. Um, it's the turn of the century, and they're still doing talkies. Or, oh, sorry, they've yet to start doing talkies. Yeah. And there's three kind of... Mm, Amigos. B-list B- movie stars that, that star on these movies together. <laughs> Friends, um, <you> will. Yes. <laughs> Amigos, one might say. Uh, but don't realize that they're not as big of a deal as they, they think they are. And hilarity ensues. Um, so uh, a lot, most of the comedy arrive, derive, is derived from the fact that they're completely clueless about the actual situation at hand, and the actual danger that they're actually in, <laughs> as they go to a real Mexican village uh, to, to fight off bandits, a la Magnificent Seven. Um, Good just my top five now again. I forgot about that. And I just saw this movie yesterday, and I forgot about that. Ugh, so good. Anyway, so, um, yeah, and lots lots of funny moments. Uh, the the villains are surprisingly funny in this, uh, and I mean surprising as in they're as funny at times as the three leads. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, uh, without <laughs> breaking down well, the entire movie. Yeah. Before we, before we start, I showed I watched this movie with my boys because I thought, eh, it's okay. You know, they don't really show a lot of blood or anything. It's pretty cartoony. And I told my sons, I was like, okay, we're going to watch a movie called Three Amigos. And we go to Target a lot in the Nintendo section. <laughs> and they're like, Amiibos? <laughs> so when they saw Cowboys, they were completely thrown off. So okay. you're, anyway. you're not teaching your boys Spanish? Is that what I get out of this? <laughs> I'm teaching them Spanish, but they just think just, it's just, Three just Amiibos. Words. Yeah, just, <laughs> Wait, video yeah. games trump <laughs> Spanish is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Makes, makes sense. <laughs> Amiibos. All right. Let's get into our top list. Uh, Scott, lead us off here. I mean, our bottom list. Our worst list. Jesus. Worst list. Go. <laughs> worst list. <laughs> Gotta have it. Uh, okay. Um, starting with number five. This is a common complaint I have about uh, any Hollywood movie where they've got to do a lot of uh, ethnic actors, as it were. Um, it's it's easy now to spot all the white dudes pretending to be Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's funny, but at the same time, it's not that funny. Like, 
if you know what I mean. Uh, so yeah, and, and just to preface this, this is uh, the hardest movie I've had so far to nit to come up with worst for. Um, oh, my, my list is really nitpicky. Uh, of of all the, of all the ones we've done so far, this has been the toughest one for me to come up with the worst list. So yeah, the white Mexicans be my number five. I gotta say, they did pick the really Mexican Mexicans for the close-ups. Yeah, yeah, no, the the the, the bartender. Like, oh, dude, that's is, legit. Yeah, the I can tell. The two main bad guys. Yeah. There was uh, one guy right after Wapo was doing a, a photo shoot, which is amazing, by the way. <laughs> it's the Arabian Nights photo shoot. They do a close-up of the guy that's standing next to him, and you could tell that he like got a little camera shot because the camera was in his face, and he almost started laughing and walking away. I always. I always pick that out because it's very charming, and the guy's very ugly. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch out for those Mexican Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All okay. right. Okay. Anyways, Alex. My number five is <laughs> when they're starting the party and the mariachi band starts coming down the stairs. There's one that isn't playing the violin at all. He's still moving the thing, but it's nowhere near the violin, and he's just faking it. And I catch it every time, and I hate it. What? Because everybody else is playing for reals. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. All every right. time they come down the stairs, I'm like, here comes that asshole. Yeah. yeah, no, I always hate that when you notice, like, it's akin to somebody with a coffee cup that clearly yep. has no liquid in it. Yeah, it's that same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so my one, I've always have it, I always forget to mention it, is when there's a shot from, like, kind of the, the behind slash side, and you see the person's mouth, and their jaw is definitely not moving, but they're supposed to be talking. <laughs> that bugs me. Yep. Well, George uh, Lucas came along and fixed all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, every movie you see now, or TV show, there's like, oh, we'll just put in some extra footage just in case we have to edit in some new lines, and you can definitely tell when it happens. All right, uh, my number five is Chevy Chase. I'm not a fan. I like his <laughs> movies, so some of his movies, but I've not a big fan of Chevy Chase. So here's I'm nitpicking as well, but just Chevy Chase. As a person, yeah. I yeah, think I heard he's, he was a huge a hole. So. Well, not only that, yeah, he's got a huge ego, but you know he's one of those hit or miss guys. But I think he misses more than he hits, in my opinion. So, okay, Chevy Chase. <laughs> Uh, okay, it's funny that you should mention that, Jeff, because moving along to our number fours, uh-huh. my worst four is Chevy Chase. <laughs> no. uh, and I, I agree with you completely. Um, he has some of the funniest lines in the movie, like the veranda line. Uh, <laughs> it's pure gold. But, and and the, uh, the canteen bit, uh, without spoiling anybody's top moments, uh, is also great. But yeah, he's just got this aloofness to him that makes it hard sometimes to... Uh, Watch him get through a scene. I don't know. Yeah, he had nitpicking. He's not bad here. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I have some of my own baggage seeing him and other things that I didn't like him. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chippy Chase. Yeah. I mean, for me, the only role he ever has really nailed is Clark Griswold. Like, other than that, yeah, I have a hard time with him in movies. But, yeah. All right. Mm. So, Alex, what's your number four? Number four is, this is kind of a Western thing in general, but in this one especially, where everybody's just shooting off their guns in the air, and that's just a tremendous waste of bullets. <laughs> I just, that I know it's stupid, but that really bugs me. 
It's like, Jeebus H, guys, how do you have anything left to shoot? <laughs> That's it, number four. All right. Well, um, my number four, as much as I, I don't like Chevy Chase in movies, Steve Martin, I don't like in movies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you don't like the uh, three Martin, main is, actors in this movie. Is, uh, is Martin Short going to be the next one? No, yeah, he's three. not. I, it's going to be number two or one. Yeah. I like Martin Short. Steve Martin, I don't like. Even though he went to the same high school as us. Hey, yo. Um, uh, I'm not a big fan of Steve Martin. Never have it, been. There's some things I like him in, other things I don't. Um, I don't know that same. Like, I thought he was really good in this movie, though. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's good in this movie. But like I said, I just as a whole, when we're trying to find negatives, that would be one. Okay. So I'm not yeah. a big fan of Steve yep, Martin. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> he is lucky day. He is. It's, I, I did love his El Guapo speech at the end, though. <laughs> in some ways, we all have an El Guapo uh, face. <laughs> Scott, number three. Uh, my number three is the My Little Buttercup. I, oh, even, you don't like that? Even as a kid, like I don't know. There's something that <laughs> is like transcendent, transcendently goofy about that scene that goes even beyond the rest of the humor in the movie. Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's funny. Like the premise is funny, but I, I don't know. It's just if you're following the the plot of the film, it's just uh, it's a bit much. I 100% agree, and that's my number one worst moment of the movies. Oh, man. That made my top fives. Not surprised. That's my number four. <laughs> Mostly because I like the reaction that the other guys have to to them. Like, they're singing, and then they uh, they do the whole first part all themselves. They sing the whole Buttercup song, and then they start pointing at the crowd, and they have to finish the line. <laughs> they're really terrified because <laughs> they think they're going to kill them. Ugh. My little buttercup. And also, that's the thing I don't like about it is that song is permanently yeah, burned into my brain. Yep. As the sweetest smile. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you stay a, a while? A while. <laughs> Which is followed by immediately the two German guys coming in. <laughs> it's like, look at this dude, CC's. <laughs> they kill like five people. Gold. And one of them is the X Files dude, right? Yep. It's uh, Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. That's one big German. Bigger man. Yeah. <laughs> bigger man. It's a bigger man. It's a bigger man. Uh, all right. All right. Number threes. So that was my number three. Oh, yeah. Alex? My number three is when Lucky has El Guapo covered after he escapes the chain jail... He's like, I don't know, 200 feet away, and he's got like a handgun, and El Guapo has a gun to Dusty, but then he says, I've got you covered, and he just drops the gun. What? And everybody does what he says? Nah. I didn't like that bit. Wait, we said everyone drop it, and then Dusty drops his gun? No, that was funny. He's like, not oh. you, Dusty. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but the re- like, everybody could just pull out their guns and kill every- all of the uh, protagonists right then and there. But because one guy has one gun 200 feet away, they can't do it. So plot holes in this movie are going to be an issue with you. No, just this one. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, 
Uh, is it my number three now? Yeah. Yes. Um, See. But mine is the uh, all the I know it's supposed to be funny and it kind of is, but after you see the movie once, it, it's annoying. Just all the jingling that comes off of them when they walk. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny the first time you see it, but then after that, it's like, oh god, it's so annoying. So there you go. The jingle is all the sounds that comes off their mariachi outfits. Gotta go. <laughs> Did you see the, how much sequence their suits have? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, Scott, number two. All right. My number two, two, number two. Uh, is the, the premise that moves the plot along in the beginning. It kind of always bugged me that that all these people in this village, or at least like the three people that saw it, like think it's real. I don't know. That just bothers me that the people would be that ignorant or that dumb. I don't know. Hey, and well, I mean, there's uh, a lot of stuff from early film, like in his, like real stuff in history when people first started watching movies. Yeah, and they but, saw they, that they train. Out, but they did freak out. But then like <laughs> the train coming down. Like, oh, like, oh. But at that point, they'd already like obviously have moved on a little bit from that from that point. Do people have like no idea that it was that it, that it's fictional? I, I don't know. So that does that me. bug you in a Galaxy Quest? Yes. Okay. It actually does. <laughs> it's pretty much the same premise in that movie, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For some, I mean, it's still worse because the terrifying it, alien. From yeah, yeah. It's still worse because the the aliens picked them up are freaking hilarious. But <laughs> they can they can master light speed and hype inter, inter space travel, but they don't understand that what a movie is. So yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the thing. Like, at least those aliens have the excuse that they take everything literally. That's like, that's true. just how they're built. Yeah. Whereas, you know, uh, and again, I'm nitpicking. Yep. Well, All that's right, how innocent, innocent what's your face is. Anyways, uh, my number two is, uh, you know, how everybody's saying goodbye, and then there's this one hot girl question mark at the end with a white dress that comes and makes out with uh, Ned Niederlander. She just bugs me. It's like, oh, I think she's doing brown okay. face. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's like I nothing mm-hmm. to say. I got. I have no response to that. <laughs> it's like, eh, I don't know. There's something not quite right about you, lady. She's not a Mexican. Mexican. Yeah, she might be brown facing it. It's like I don't. This doesn't seem right. All right. So my number one <laughs> is is the, the problem that I have. Stop fucking with me. <laughs> with a lot of movies, is just the uh, super accentuated characters. I know they're supposed to be Mexican, but everybody speaks English in the movie, so they do it with the super like stereotypical. I, I don't know, it's, it's too much at times. It's hilarious with a couple characters that can get away with it. Um, particularly, um, Hefe? the Hefe, yeah, <laughs> uh, AKA Jack Sparrow, Tony yeah. Plana. Um, that guy steals the show like every time he has these scenes. He's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could it be El Guapo? That yeah, it was just uh, oh, that guy's great. But uh, yeah, for a lot of the other dudes, it's a bit much. All right, there it is. I love it. It makes it makes me laugh. I love stereotypes. 
<laughs> yes, we know. <laughs> okay, so your number one, Jeff, was the buttercup scene. No, my number one is the. I didn't say my. Did I say that? Yeah. Oh, we did skip me. I don't know. I. Uh, my, I oh, no, my number. I, wait, damn it! I said that was my. <laughs> you said see, that was your number one, but you can change it. No, I said that was my number one, so we did miss my number two. That's what I got confused about. My, oh, okay. number, two, my number two was um, the white Mexicans that Scott mentioned earlier. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, now everything makes sense. Okay. Now on to Alex. Back All to right. you. My number one, remember when we said that plot holes weren't going to be a big deal? Well, why the hell does everybody have guns in the village all of a sudden? Did they sew them when yeah. they sewed all the guapo costumes? Yeah. <laughs> it's the old West. Everybody has guns. Ugh, so stupid. It's they're like, just, you could have just... revolted at any time. No, they were just afraid that they needed they needed leadership. <laughs> they needed they needed white leadership. Yeah. Come in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's just so dumb. Yeah. That always, even as a kid, that bugged me. I'm like, where the fuck did they get these guns? Ugh. Yeah. But yeah, that's my number one. I think it was the white leadership, as Scott mentioned. <laughs> Just like in um, every movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go to our best. Scott, lead us away. Lead us through this. <laughs> lead us away. <laughs> lead us away, Scott. Uh, my number one, uh, this is immediately... Number five. Pre- number five. Okay, my number five, sorry. Number five, immediately preceding the uh, My Little Buttercup scene is the tequila. <laughs> the, the bartender's hilarious. just... Even how he looks, but they they ask for beer and he says we don't have beer we just have tequila, and they ask him what what's tequila oh it's like beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then uh, they take the shots and they do the weird like spasm. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> not the, bad. Yeah, a little tingly. Yeah. Hey oh. <laughs> that must have been watered down. <laughs> but the uh, it's just like beer. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. That's my number five. All right. Um, I was going to say, that's probably one of those things I probably didn't get the first time I watched it, not knowing what tequila was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My number five is when Steve Martin is chained up and he's trying to get to the (laughs) edge of the gate. Gotta make it, gotta make it, gotta make it. And then he flies back and just goes, ow. (laughs) I don't know. that was one of those things that made me laugh as a kid, and to this day when I watch it, it still it still makes me smile. Even though I don't like Steve Martin, that made me laugh. Number five, ow. On to you, Alex. My number five is that the Amigos still kind of do their movie choreography, <laughs> even while they're trying to do something. Like when they're, when they're in Flugelman Studios, and they all swing down the ropes, and then they do a pose, and then Dusty runs off first, and then Lucky, and then Ned. Just like in the movies. <laughs> they all catapult onto their horses. Yeah, it is it is really funny how like as much as doofy as they are, like how hyper competent they are with certain things. They're like Archer. Like yeah. Archer's like super good at actually like fighting. Like they, they get on those horses every single time. <laughs> no problem. Wasn't there one where Dusty was riding in the middle and then whoever I think it might have been Lucky who was on his left, got off first, and then Dusty tried to get off, but he got onto his other horse, and he ended up backwards for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Gold. Anyways. Yeah, my number five, still doing stage choreography. 
All right. Scott, four. Uh, number, number four. Uh, again, Hefe. This <laughs> is fucking hilarious. The, um, the very end. I am still here, El Guapo. <laughs> immediately gets shot. Uh, spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Spoilers. Every, everything that comes out of the guy's mouth. I am still here, El Guapo. <laughs> does a tumble. Yeah, does a tumble. Fires a shot in the air and then dies. <laughs> He's good. All right. Um, my number four is... I think the, the you mentioned this earlier, Scott. When he, they're walking through the desert and a couple drops come out of one guy's. Like I think sand comes out of the other guy's, <laughs> yeah. and then Dusty just has water. He's he's spitting it up, put pouring it on himself, and they just tosses it on the ground and they're watching him. Yeah, nice. water, yeah. When he, after he throws it on the ground, more water just keeps coming out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a pull, supply. Then he pulls out the lip balm. Yeah. <laughs> looking at him. Yeah. Oh, do you guys want some? <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, Alex, four. Uh, weird to mention, mine is uh, my little buttercup scene is my number four. I like okay. it. Okay. You would. Mm-hmm. It's got three. <laughs> uh, my three, uh, picking up with more Hefe, uh, is the plethora of piñatas scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my number one. <laughs> so yeah, good. me too, number one. <laughs> Would you say I have a plethora of pinatas? Yeah, you got a plethora. Oh, see, El Wapo, you have a plethora. Do you know what a yes, plethora you. is? <laughs> Could it be, El Wapo, that you were perhaps angry at something else? <laughs> yeah. And are looking to take it out on me? <laughs> I don't know. Is it because you are turning 40 today? Nah. nah. Is it because... Oh, I forget the the main yeah. love interest name. Carmen. Yeah, Carmen would rather spend a night in a cell than with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good though. The could it be El Guapo? <laughs> just the way he says. He just psychologically breaks it down. Just like. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Right, it's it my number. It's the most memorable. Number one. And just, and just the whole. Plethora of piñatas. <laughs> oh, shit. You have you, a plethora. Did you guys learn that word from this movie? Probably. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Sure. I'm sure that's the only reason most people know this that word, at least from our generation. And I do not have your... English scholars. <laughs> I do not have your intellect or education. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Gold. Okay. Um... My number three? Yes. Um, When uh, Dusty shoots the invisible swordsman. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, great! You shot the invisible swordsman! (laughs) Just so ridiculous. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. Are you the singing bush? Excuse me! Are you the singing bush? (laughs) No, 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 let me ask him. Are you the singing... (laughs) All right, my guess is this is the singing bush. (laughs) Farley, 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 Bam! Hear the body hit the ground. Oh, that's that's great. The Boy. best is when <laughs> Ned goes over there. He's like, "Is he dead?" <laughs> he, he pantomimes picking up an arm and then drops it, and the sand still goes. Yeah. It's like, "Yeah, he's dead, all right." <laughs> yeah, that was a nice touch. Yeah. 
I just like when he shoots it. You just you hear the body hit the floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, splat! Oh, oh great! great. <laughs> how was he? How was I supposed to know he was there? Shoot up! Yeah, we were shooting at the air. <laughs> who who gave him these directions, anyways? <laughs> I don't know. But it's weird. I don't remember their all chance. I just know one of them goes hard, 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 hard. Yeah, they they from gibberish, complete gibberish. All right, Alex, your number three. My number three is when Ned, they all try to swing down into the mission, and that's how Lucky gets captured. The other two kind of make it. Well, Ned, <laughs> his rope's a little too high, and he gets stuck on a row of pinatas that are strung up as decorations on everything. <laughs> and then after a night, <laughs> he's just holding on there. He's like, what is this? Just gringos falling from the sky? <laughs> and there's an Al Bundy-style dummy drop. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right up to the banquet table. And it gets me every time. And of course, El Jefe is like, See, sí, El Wapo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that dummy drop. <laughs> every time. Comedy gold. And so right before, uh, maybe I don't think I'm stealing this from you, but right before that is when he has uh, Steve Martin's character, right? Lucky. And he. <laughs> And he's like trying to pretend to be one of them. We're gonna oh, rape no, the horses. No, that's, yeah, that's uh, Chevy Chase. Yeah, Chevy. Oh, okay. That's Dusty. <laughs> and we we, uh, we we burnt the village. Yeah. I, I do and like we, how every, throughout the entire movie, if you watch, like they are always carrying a bottle of tequila. Like all the yes. henchmen always have a bottle of tequila in their hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. And we raped the horses, yes, and rode off on the women. <laughs> <laughs> and Who then the we, hell are you? And then, and then we, then we trimmed the hedges. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Uh, gardens. <laughs> all right. So, um, uh, my number two. You guys did your threes, right? Yeah. Yes. My number two is the rape the horses line or scene. <laughs> So yeah, he's pretending he goes to that whole spiel we just went through, and they add finishes at the end with the are gringos falling from the sky? Yes, El Wapo. <laughs> you barely, you, 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 it's easy to miss if you're not paying attention with the yes, yeah. El Wapo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Right, that's my number two. And both of our number ones, Jeff, was the plethora scene. Why well, haven't my number two yet? Oh, my bad. <laughs> number two, Jeff. <laughs> All right. Mine is stupid as it is. As much as I don't like Buttercup, I do like the when they're going to bed and they're singing the song and the animals are all singing along and then Good night, <laughs> Ned and that stupid turtle turns and talks and I don't know. For some reason I thought that was hilarious. As a kid, it's yeah, movie. as a kid it was like the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. If the if the turtle had like farted after you said that, it would have been the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and this was a movie that I think we watched as a family for the first time, like in the living room, like on VHS or something. My, one of the few times, like we didn't watch too many, because whatever my dad liked, normally the rest of the family didn't like, and vice versa. And this one, for some reason, my dad wanted to watch it. And I think he hated it when he watched it, but it was something we did watch <laughs> together. And I just remember, <laughs> good night, Dad. I was like, ah, ha, 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 turtle talk. <laughs> Maybe he's going to go follow some ooze and become a ninja after yeah, this. Yeah, ninja but... turtle. <laughs> How do you like your bat, Dusty? Medium rare. Yeah. Just eating bats. And it's such a fake 
uh, you know, scene, like, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, stage with a painting behind him and everything. I like that too. Mm-hmm. Very Technicolor. Right. Yeah. Alex, two. Yeah, we're on number twos. Uh, the quick draw fight between uh, the German pilot and Ned Niederlander. He's because he he's such a cool villain because he builds up like all this respect and everything, and then in like quick turn, he's like, and then I learned about trick photography. Like, oh shit, that's a he turned from nice, gentle, fun-loving German to very evil German in one line. Yeah, Germans will do that. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone really have a stopwatch? <laughs> a clock with the second half? I have a stopwatch. <laughs> we'll play for keeps. And then when he goes, hey, you don't want to die with this little CC gun. You want to die with a man's gun. <laughs> and Martin Short plays this perfectly. <laughs> Where he just hands him the gun and it ugh, immediately just goes to the ground. Yeah. To fake how heavy it is. And then he's leaning to the side trying to put it in his own holster. Yeah. Oh, man. Gold. Doesn't end too well for the German. I have to say, besides the plethora scene, the other line I quote a lot, and this is hockey. There's a guy, there's an actual player in the NHL whose name is Nino Niederreiter. <laughs> and whenever the Kings play him, I was going, "Look, it's little Ned Niederlander." <laughs> pops in my head whenever I watch it. So that just reminds me of that. He's the one of trick photography, yeah, all that stuff. But good one. All right, uh, Scott, number one. My number one, uh, as well, this harkens more to me watching this as a kid, but the the salute, the three amigos salute. <laughs> oh God, I. Did that for years. I still do it every once in a while, but uh, I was all the time as a kid, all the damn time. The ha 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 ha. So stupid. I, I know. I love those as a kid too, but it's so stupid. <laughs> I like the the first time they do it, and then they start they break down, like they start running around each other, and like Steve Martin does the little tap dance. <laughs> it's so yeah. stupid, but like, the salute <laughs> itself is good. All the jingling that goes on with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, and I think we said our number ones were the plethora. Yeah, plethora. A plethora. Uh, I have one honorable mention is when uh, <laughs> they asked Dusky to throw a rock to distract him, and he just tags the guy <laughs> yeah. in the head. That's. <laughs> well, I guess that works. So, all right. Time for our crossovers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my voice is gone. <clears throat> crossover moment. <laughs> Scott, uh, yeah, okay. So our crossover moment, or moment, our crossover list uh, is our our favorite costumes, our top costumes, our top five. Uh, so this is fairly broad category. This can be movies, TV, well, just what what have you. Uh, so let's. I'll I'll go ahead and start us off. Uh, my number five is fairly recent. The uh, the Natalie Portman Odette costume from Black Swan felt was fairly iconic. Uh, it was very cool, especially in the context of the movie. Yeah, so that's my number five. Mm. I like the you know the whole Swan thing, but what they did with her with her makeup was pretty rad. Okay, I've seen the movie. I didn't think it was anything too great, but I could see how. You like that? Um, all right. Uh, my number five, I kind of 
Well, it depends. I actually I don't really have a theme here. I tried to go with like just general like costuming in a movie, but sometimes it was just yeah. It was, it was a little difficult to to separate. Like I I tried not to have like the costuming versus it was a costume in the movie. Right. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think we almost like almost it makes me want to do a separate category to like my favorite costuming. But anyway, um, so yeah, I, my head's kind of all over the place. But I would just say um, uh, Lilu's costume in The Fifth Element, her orange whatever the hell that was and short top, and yeah, she looked good. <laughs> yeah, the weird, orange ha- the weird rubber suspenders she was. Wearing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that orange thing was, and her yeah. hair, and the little top she was wearing. Lilu. Lilu Dallas Multipass. Yes. Multipass. That's all I got to say about that. She knows it's a multipass. Oh, hey. <laughs> Bada boom. All right, Alex. My Lilu. list. Uh, my list. Yeah, I tried to make my list from uh, people that had to. The, act, the characters had to wear a costume. It wasn't like part of their gear or like an alien suit or something like that, right? I know it was a broad category, but uh, yeah, I tried to keep it within those confines. Is that what you said, Scott? Basically. Okay, good. Then we're on the same page, everybody. What's Okay. Uh, My number five is Tim Burton's Catwoman costume. I I always thought that was cool. And and Uh, it looked very rough and handmade, but I don't know how she got that skin tight. The the Playtex. Yeah. (laughs) Playtex, the pleather. Mm -hmm. But I like that. The Playtex is not... I think it's tampons. I think, but anyways, I meant I meant to say I meant to say I was thinking latex. And I meant to say pleather, and then I said playtex. A plethora of playtex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a cool costume. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer wears it well, and she's wearing like kind of like thimbles or something on the ends of her fingers for claws. Like everything is makeshift and found out objects, and I thought I've always thought that was cool. It's super obvious st- stitching. Yes. Yeah. So you liked hers better than Halle Berry's? <laughs> I've never even seen that movie. Oh, I don't know, Jeff. That's a tough call. All right. What about Anne Hathaway's? Ooh. ooh. Okay. Uh, that mm. one is more clever than a cool costume. It's just yeah. clever. Yeah, I like it when she puts her goggles up and looks like cat ears and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I audibly gasped when they showed her bit over and we saw her butt <laughs> in that theater. Gasp! <laughs> <laughs> I was like Luke blowing up the Death Star when I was in that movie theater. Gasp! Ugh. <laughs> All right, Scott, number four. Jeez. My number four is, speaking of Batman, uh, the Batman Begins. Uh, I think it's the only Batman like even animated or even uh, one of the few that shows him actually ma- making the suit. Uh, so that's cool yeah. to see the whole process, and then he finally gets it all put together. And it, and it didn't have nipples on it, so that was a win. Yeah, that was a plus. Yeah. All right. I may have more to say about this later in my list, but all right. Nice job. Um, for me, my number four is... See, I don't know if this counts. Uh, whatever. I'm just going to say the Predator's whole get-up and Predator. <laughs> I don't know if it counts, but it's pretty cool. As um, as as, as a the and the mask, as a yeah. costume in a movie, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so he doesn't. I, yes, I know it's not actually a costume in the movie, but whatever. I like it. Like I said, and without the mask, he's horrific looking. So it's 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 win win when he puts it on. He's got dreadlocks, 
There you go. Mm-hmm. Predator and Predator and Predator <clears throat> Two and Predator vs Alien and Predators and and Predator versus Sharknados. Yes, Predator versus Light. That's the one where there's no light in the movie at all because it's uh, that's terrible. Oh yeah, Pitch Black. No, one of the Predator movies is like that the director did not like light in this movie. You can't tell what the fuck is going on. I think it's like Requiem or something. Ugh, that's a terrible movie. Hmm. Requiem? Damn near killed him. <laughs> Alex, number four. My number four is in Tango and Cash when uh, <laughs> Tango has to dress has to dress and drag to get uh, away from uh, a nightclub. Okay, that sounds good. Trust me, there's no other, there's no place I'd rather be, but I need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See the slow pan from the legs and everything, so he's got you fooled a bit. He's like, no, no way. And it's did uh, low, did you say low pan had his legs? <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it, Jeff. Oh. Indeed. I got your leg. I got your legs, Mister Burton. Mm-hmm. All right. Tango cash. Scott, number three. Tango, gosh. Uh, my number three is the direct line with Alex's. That's uh, Boondock Saints. Yeah, uh, that was close. That, yeah, that's Willem Dafoe and Drag. Yeah. It worked out pretty well. Pretty good. Pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Joey Bevo sent me over. <laughs> Joey Bevo always sends his primo box. <laughs> Jesus age. Good thing he's got those giant glasses and it's dark in that house. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he his hands were as big as Andre the Giants and he had an Adam's apple the size of my balls. Yeah. Anyways. His balls. Whatever. Anyways, that's my number three. It's got to be your balls. Yeah, it's yeah, got to yeah. be your balls. It's got to be my balls. Um, my number three, as I'm going over this, I think I missed the boat on what you guys are trying to do with this list but whatever <laughs> um my number three is uh the matrix movies all the leather even though i really don't like you know i took that out i have two here and i'm going to take the matrix out and i'm going to put in classic fedora leather jacket indiana jones there you go it's costume i was going to say that the matrix ones totally count because they designed those things to wear while they're in the matrix I yeah. know, but I don't, I don't like leather that much, so... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have something that says leather, Daddy? <laughs> so, so, you're going, you don't, so you're going with the leather jacket that Indy wore instead? <laughs> I don't like shiny leather. How about okay. that? Okay. <laughs> I don't like Playtex on my leather. <laughs> you know, Playtex. Okay there it is. <laughs> and, you know, for those, those heavy flow. <laughs> yes. So it's a classic, and it is his costume, right? He's a professor by day. It's his. It's him going into his Batman outfit when he puts that on. So okay, he's got yeah. a leather whip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with his Playtex. There you not, go. Not that shiny. Yeah. There it is. That um, yeah, Indiana Jones in all the movies costume. Scott, Alex, Alex. My number three is <laughs> actually in both movies. You 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 really didn't get to see it in. Uh, Winter Soldier, or uh, Civil War, sorry, in Civil War when Spider-Man, when uh, Tony Stark is like, oh, I suppose this is nothing too, and he brings down like his very cheap <laughs> Spider-Man costume. I like Tobey Maguire's version also, that is just like sweater and like some sweats. 
that he kind of makes shift at himself. He just looks so goofy at him. And then he just kicks him ass. He's got the goggles. <laughs> yeah. That's the human spider. Did the goggles do nothing? They, they actually did, did do something. Did. Yeah. yeah, something. So what about uh, Daredevil, the first season of Daredevil? He's got like a t-shirt wrapped around his face, right? Yeah, he's got a, he's got a bandana. That's basically it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I yeah. like it. Scott, number two. My number two is uh, Nicole Kidman in Moulin Rouge. Uh, the final performance of Spectacular Spectacular. Uh, the the kind of diamond sequence corset type thing she has on uh, the, the the big necklace uh, and the the headpiece. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, I just thought it was audible gasp. Really cool, yes. <laughs> audible gasp, gasp. Uh, but no, I thought it was some amazing costuming. Mm-hmm. I'd have to take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured. I've seen it, but I don't remember. Uh, there are a lot of people that don't like that movie, and I don't entirely blame them. So, (laughs) all right, Um, my number two, or it's just cheating, but I guess not. uh, I'm just gonna say the stormtrooper costumes, because yes, but with Han and Luke Worm, they turned into I think yeah, their costume category. Huh? Huh? Oh, the uniform. Even well, he doesn't call him. He didn't say oh the costume. Oh, oh, the uniform. What about? What about uh, Barf in the Spaceball outfit? He's <laughs> got the tail yeah, coming out of it, too. But I don't like that. The balls are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you read? No packing. <laughs> on a on whole, I think the Stormtrooper look is the, the original Stormtrooper look is the greatest costume, outfit, uniform ever in a movie. So I'm obviously biased, but. Uh, a little bit. Uh, but I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is awesome. Like I thought about like Vader's because he technically has a little thing, but now I think I think Stormtroopers are, look cooler than Darth Vader. So there you go. They aren't cooler, but they look cooler. All right, Jeff. Quick uh, questions for Alex too. Uh, mm. Of the the Stormtrooper costumes, which ones are the coolest? The original. The original, the white, just the plain white. Yeah, and that original face. Like, I don't like the prequel one. I don't. I don't like the Force Awakens one. I mean, I don't hate them, but well, I I meant like within the movie though. So like, I always thought the uh, the the like the elite uh, um, Tie Fighter pilot like costume was pretty red. I like like the white. just the yeah. I know what you're talking about. I like just, for me, it's just the classic white stormtrooper. Okay, my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more like the ones that were. The, they're kind of weather worn on Tatooine, and they have the, the like the sash on the side that they wear. Not a sash, but a, a shoulder pad to yeah, denote like rank and stuff. I, I mean, it's the same one, but it's like worn, like it's seen some use and stuff. I like that. What about, what about the ones that drive the at ats and they have like helmets on top of their helmets? <laughs> <laughs> that always cracks me. Uh. I like the snowtrooper. I like the snowtrooper ones. Um, yeah. The one, the scouter bike, the scouter guys on Jedi are cool. Most of the prequel ones I don't like. Uh, the Force Awakens ones, they were okay, but not not that great. Some of the ones in the last movie were pretty good. Some of the black ones, like I did, I did like in the last movie, how some of them were like dirty and like worn in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like the beach troopers. Yeah, but they were still classic stormtroopers, just with little. Yeah, different camouflage, different knickknacks and stuff. Yeah. But for me, just the classic, classic stormtrooper. Stormtrooper. All right, uh, Alex, number two. My number two, and this goes back to my uh, married with children thing, <laughs> where there's one episode. I think it might have been one of the first ones where Kelly's the Verminator. Not that costume. When at the very end, they say, "Oh yeah, Bud got cast as King Roach," and he comes in with this giant costume of a roach, and he's got a crown on it, and his two uh, actual arms go through the suit, but then the other six arms are connected by strings, so they all move at the same time. <laughs> Gets me every time. Yeah, and then Kelly tells the kids to grab him by his evil tentacles, <laughs> and then you hear Bud scream, "I said tentacles, kids, tentacles." tentacles. Mm-hmm. That's good. Ah, that King Roach costume. <laughs> That's when Al, yeah, goes on his vacation on the couch, just watching different movies. I don't remember that. Because <laughs> he comes home from his flight, and he's like, "Oh, my family." <laughs> Scott, number one. Okay, uh, my number one is, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if those was on your list, but uh, the shower curtain from Karate Kid. <laughs> oh, nice. That's a very simple, elaborate... Simple, very, very, very uh, important to the plot, very clever. Uh, the shower played. <laughs> yeah. You got Elizabeth Shue in there. He did. I thought you were going to see the shower curtain from Alex's bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> that... that, uh, that <laughs> That one of our friends wore, yes. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> oh, no, that's a good one. I actually asked Brian for some tips, and he mentioned that one. I didn't want to use it, but that, that's that's a good one. I would agree. Uh, what about the Cobra Kai in general? Like, their whole... I thought that was cool. Those are pretty cool. I, yeah, the skulls. Yeah. It's pretty right. easy to give a front kick in those costumes, too. <laughs> It is, and it was clever of Mr. Miyagi to get me to go to the party as an invisible man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right uh, my number one, uh, Scott already mentioned this, would be Batman. And I love Batman in all his forms, so I'm going to cheat. And I'm going to say <laughs> Batman from Dark Knight Returns, because in each uh, book of the novel, he wears his different version of the suit. So he goes from the classic, like blue to the gray to the black to the metal metal suit at the end that you see in the last movie that was out but and that the bat suit is kind of the suit right when it comes to superheroes and kind of how you mentioned and uh the, the of course the utility belt that pulls out all the great stuff so batman number one mm-hmm. all the, i don't i can't pick this form i just know it's not the clue anyone like you said the one without nipples no or i mean with nipples no I'm not a big... I love the Dark Knight, the Nolan movies. I'm not a big fan of that one. But it's better than most that have been out there, so... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which one I like. I think I just like the ones that are portrayed in the comic books, which I guess doesn't translate well to <laughs> to the screen. So, mm-hmm. Batman. Alex, number one. Uh, my number one is... Uh, well, it was kind of... Both, both versions were kind of cool... Uh, in the Watchmen, Rorschach's just the mask. 
that he has. He's just got like a, a trench coat, a classic like uh, detective look, except he's got that weird mask where everything's like the globs are always moving and they're always kind of symmetrical, like a Rorschach test. And in the comic book, they actually show him making him. He had to like heat up some scissors like super hot so he could cut the fabric and it wouldn't like spill out everywhere. All the ink and stuff that's in there moving around. It's pretty cool. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought that was really cool. And that's one of those things that did kind of translate well from uh, comic to TV. I thought. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought it was going to be like a shiny like plastic thing but no you can actually see like all the weaving and stuff all the plastic i mean not plastic all the uh, threads in the mask on some of the close-ups and the ink is still going over all that stuff which i thought was really cool yep yep there you go plus you know blue dong <laughs> wait he had a blue dong <laughs> no but that was not necessarily a costume but it was in the yeah, movie <laughs> lack of costume <laughs> Hey, a very dedicated animator had to go in there and, and <laughs> give some life to that blue dong. And then, and then Cisco did a song about it. <laughs> you did. How did that go? That that dong, da dong, dong, dong. Oh. Oh man, uh, that's good. I was gonna make a Ray Dong Chong joke, but that beat me to it. All right. Um, well, want to rate it or go to um, listener reviews first? Let's, let's let's rate it. Yeah, let's rate it. Three amigos. Right, Scott, Scott, go for it. Okay, I give this one a five. Uh, it's pretty much funny from beginning to end. Uh, it doesn't feel like it's three hours, which again is uh, always a huge plus. Um, that said, a lot of the the stuff that I really thought was hilarious about it was stuff that I found funny as a kid, which is still amusing, uh, but not quite in that same level. Um, I wouldn't put it in my, you know, my top pantheon of comedies, um, but it's, it's solid. Um, I think like, the only thing that, that keeps it from being a six is uh, just some of the, like Chevy Chase. <laughs> uh, maybe if the, Put a little more effort into the plot. I don't know. Again, that's kind of nitpicky, but yeah, five. Okay, um, I agree. I have a five on this as well, uh, for pretty much the same reasons. I, you know, if we have fours are indifferent, I'm not indifferent on this. I do like it. Um, I, but I can't put it up with their up with the other movies that we've talked about and stuff. So it's funny. It was funny as a kid. It's still funny now. But there are a lot more movies that I would like better than this. Um, but I still like it. It's just not... I wouldn't put it up there. So pretty much echoing what you're saying. So five for me. Alex? Mm, I'm going to have to give this one a number six, personally. Okay. All right. Because this is one of those movies... You know how you watch a movie and then you know what gags are coming and you're still amused by it, but you don't laugh out loud. This one just... It doesn't matter when I put it on. I'm still laughing my ass off throughout most of it. And <laughs> I appreciate, like, uh, a lot more of the jokes you know now that i'm older and even now when i'm a dad because there's a really sweet dad joke in the movie and it's like oh it's, it's yeah it's i think it's a male plane oh how could you tell what didn't you see his little balls 
And that's one, I think, one of uh, Chevy Chase's best moments where <laughs> Steve Martin is like, uh, it takes him a while <laughs> to get it. <laughs> but then <laughs> you see Dusty and he's just blanking out. And all of a sudden they're kind of looking at him. So he just <laughs> he starts wide-eyed laughing. Uh, gold. Just little things like that that keep me actually laughing at this movie. So six for me. All right. All right. Fair enough. Sounds good. All right, let's get into the uh, listener feedback or reviews. Listener reviews. Let's go with listener Clayton and one-time guest Clayton first. Uh, his bottom five are he really didn't like the Invisible Swordsman. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't think the, ju- the joke um, tested uh, – uh, what was it? The test of time? Withstood the test of time? That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Uh, number four, he says John Landis's edit of the film was heavily re-edited because of involvement it, with the Twilight Zone tragedy. Huh. Oh. What was it? He was on trial for a super bonehead move where he had a bunch of explosions go off in front of a helicopter that was chasing a guy and two kids on the ground. The copter crashes, killing the actor and the two child actors. Yeah, Holy yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah it was it fucking terrible. Yeah, it was a horrible. Yeah. During John Landis, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. Well, there you go. He's upset, not because of that, but just the editing of the film. That <laughs> <he did. laughs> because of his uh, uh, stuff. Ugh. Anyways, his number three bottom is uh, Chevy Chase. He doesn't like him. <laughs> keeps on the, the Chevy Chase hate. Just keeps yeah, I know. Uh, number two, the first 20 minutes of the film, where they uh, take their time going, he thought it... Uh, Took a bit to start. I kind of like that, the Flugelman scene. Oh, maybe he's talking about the part in Mexico. I guess that's one of the characters because that's what I think. Well, I don't know. First 20 minutes, he doesn't like. And uh, his number one, the thing he hates the most about this movie is the singing bush, which is part of the Invisible. So that whole scene. Yeah, that that scene had gone on any longer. I might drop this whole movie down to a four. But, uh, the, yeah. whole, the bush singing in the background is pretty bad, yeah. Okay, his best parts, uh, number five, It's the movie's called The Three Amigos, and it, it uses actual Latinos in the movie. That's always a plus. Yeah. Oh, El Guapo is not only Mexican, but he was also in an earlier film, movie, he doesn't say, just earlier, called Tres Amigos. <laughs> so, mm, there you go. Uh, his number four is Ned's duel with the Nazi. We mentioned it before. It was awesome. I love it. And number two, Nancy. Number three, the everyone has their own El Guapo speech. Yeah. Number two, Steve Martin's gonna make it with the chains. And his number one is uh, he's on Team Jeff and Alex with Pletra. Nice. See, we also have comments from Mainstay. Commenters, thanks, fellas. Uh, Dan, listener Daniel. Uh, Daniel gave this movie a six. Even after my worst day, I can laugh out loud at some points in this flick. Yep, Team Alex, Daniel. Oh, yeah. Sorry for you, Daniel. <laughs> his top right. five, he goes on to his top five costumes. His top five is <laughs> Scott <laughs> as a mariachi. Remember that one? <laughs> you dressed up as a mariachi. I did. Uh, oh, okay. It was there awesome. he is. <laughs> it's his number and five not, costume, and not racist at all. 
All right, well, then we got to shout out Daniel for being an awesome Sabretooth at one party. Oh, yeah. seriously. Dude, <laughs> nailed it. Pretty good Axl Rose, too. <laughs> I don't remember the Axl Rose. I just remember the yeah. Sabretooth. Sabretooth was good, yeah. His number four is The Undertaker of WWE fame. Honorable mention to Paul Bearer. <laughs> oh! Number so, three. Dad- Wait, is Daniels is Undertaker like Undertaker, Undertaker, or like uh, Harley Davidson ride Undertaker? I'm pretty sure it's Undertaker, Undertaker. All right, me too. He mentions no. Paul Bear. Okay, yeah, you're right. That would be real Undertaker. Okay. <laughs> number three is Jake and Elwood Blues from the Blues Brothers. Uh, number three, Beetlejuice. That was a great suit. Uh, number one is Heath Ledger's Joker. Okay. And we move on to Old Joe. He says, three amigos. Yeah, thanks, Daniel. Is easily a six, if not a seven. One of his favorite movies. Good on you, Joe. Uh, His favorite costumes are the dude in his bathrobe and Big Lebowski. Okay. (laughs) Number four. (laughs) Why has anyone done that for Halloween yet? That's pretty easy to pull out. (laughs) Yeah. Number four is Sex Machine from from Dust Till Dawn. (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's good. Number three, oh, space, space Marine Power Armor from Warhammer 40K. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Joe. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's all shoulders is what it is. But okay. it looks pretty badass. Uh, number two, Carl Kochak's blue suit and his iconic hat from Kochak, the Night Stalker. Okay. And number one, Ralphie's pink bunny that's costume good. in A Christmas Story. <laughs> <laughs> And he also throws out a WWE uh, honorable mention to the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. <laughs> Pretty good. Awesome. Good list, guys. Thanks a lot. That's yeah. Tuning in. Hey, Facebook, everybody. Get with it. Yeah. I found out there's this whole meme going on on the internet. It's called Lonely Virgil. And apparently he shows up at these like conventions and you can get his autograph, but like no one's ever there. So it's just him by himself at his booth where you can get his autograph. I think that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. It's called Lonely Virgin. Oh, God. That's not not like, oh, man, it's making me depressed even thinking about it. Yeesh. Well, that's what he gets for being a dick and protecting the million dollar man. Yes, sir. I thought the Landis story was bad. Yeesh. That's funny. All right, uh, is that it? That's it. Yeah. All right, Alex, let's hear sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports, well. Uh, pretty big uh, hullabaloo next weekend, right? Super Bowl. I'll be watching it. I hope there's some good commercials. What do you guys think? Are you for uh, or against a, su- a Super Bowl? <laughs> I'm for a Super Bowl. I could care less about either of these teams. Mm. I want I want Atlanta to win because um, not a fan of the uh, Boston sports market. To say it <laughs> nicely. Sorry if we have if I offended any Boston guys. You guys know who you are. Bostonians. The one the people who I've been to Boston and I've been to games there. You guys are all nice. It's your prick people who move over here. <laughs> And act all tough. Oh, oh Boston, hey, oh, fucking wicked, uh, Noma, and fucking uh, Manny. Yeah, it's great. Oh, fuck you guys. I hear everybody likes apples over in Boston. How do you like them apples? Yeah. yeah. He gave us Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Get the fuck out of here. 
Oh, yeah, what have those guys Damon. ever done? Yeah. Is Matt Damon from Boston? Or is he just in that movie? <laughs> no, I just no, he's I'm from. pretty sure they're both from Boston. Okay. I don't know, though. I could be wrong. I know you see like Ben Affleck at Sox games all the time. I'm not sure about Matt, Matt, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. There it is. Uh, I guess tune in to your local TV station for the Super Bowl. I don't know. It could Who be are good. You rooting for Alex. It could be good. Um, the team that wins the coin flip. I'll do that. Okay. I'll put five bucks on a team that. Or, or the team that has a horse as a kicker. That's the one that's going to win. All right, real real quick, Alex. Who is the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons? And we established that it wasn't Kip Kaepernick's. <laughs> no. It was not Kip Kaepernick's. For the Atlanta Cause... Falcons? Uh, is it that He's not gonna know this. Thurston Howell III that does the Subway commercials? <laughs> I, I think you mean Robert Griffin III and no. <laughs> no? That's not no. him? No, oh. that's not him. And at <laughs> no point has he ever played for Atlanta. Oh. But he did do subway commercials, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you got Griffin out of that, Scott. They don't need for even coming close <laughs> to what he was talking about. Well, he's got the third. They both got thirds in the name. Yeah. So that's awesome. I'm going to make a, have a jersey where it's TH3. No. <laughs> <laughs> You have to talk like that whenever you wear it. Mm, yeah. I'd like to buy some cheese and some <laughs> butter. Loving. Do you guys think there are going to be any nice uh, trailers revealed during the Super Bowl? Yes. This is nerd. Uh, uh, well, let's let's move into our our, our movie news because that kind of touches on this a little bit. Okay. Well, time for Neam News. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. So to answer your question, uh, I, <laughs> I I think there might be a Marvel trailer that's gonna release during the Super Bowl. That's the scuttlebutt. For what? Scuttlebutt. Um, so if it, if it's going to be something that they haven't shown any trailers for, um, the only thing I could think of would be Thor. I'm Thor. Thor. Uh, Thor. Possibly Captain Marvel, but it'll probably be Thor. Maybe Ant-Man 2? I don't know. Probably not Ant-Man 2. Yeah, I don't even think they're filming either of those two movies yet. I suppose they could have the first trailer for the next Avengers. That's possible, but they have. Yeah. But, but that seems unlikely considering that you know uh, Thor is not even out yet. So, mm-hmm. what about Black Panther? Is that it could be, it could be Black Panther? Yeah, could be could be any of those. Could Maybe be about, Aquaman. Okay. Uh, well, that's not a Marvel movie, but yeah. yeah. Well, if we're talking about superhero stuff, uh, but yeah, for yeah. Uh, for Marvels, uh, I don't know what else they could show that hasn't come out yet, or uh, maybe the trailer says a new Spidey one. Uh, they've already done Spidey trailer. Yeah, one, right? they did. Yeah, there it is. All right. There'll probably be some, some game trailers. I suspect there's going to be a bigger Mass Effect Andromeda trailer going on. I'm going to go on a limb and say that's probably going to be a Bud Light commercial somewhere in there. <laughs> Maybe a Coca-Cola commercial. Doritos. Doritos. Uh-huh. Maybe a Toyota commercial. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alex, uh, 
I, you know, Alex, it makes sense, but I'd be surprised if there was. Yeah, me too. But Mass Effect a. because it's so goddamn expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, if there was one video game that was going to get one, of, that might be it. Vigi game. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see the Jumanji trailer. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Man, the rocks and everything now. With the rock and Karen Gillan. Mm. I just heard that DC yes. is going to give him his own. Uh, <laughs> DC is going to give the Rock his own standalone Black Adam movie. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, dude, he looks good in costume too. He looks good anyway. Awesome. What? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know your role and shut your mouth. Rudy Poo. Candyers. Oh, my boys are quoting uh, the well Dwayne Johnson almost on a daily basis as Maui. Because he sings the songs. Oh, uh, okay. From I, I Moana. Was gonna, I was going to say, it would be hilarious if, if, if uh, well, Luke, your, right. wife, your, your wife was yelling at him for something, and one of them said, it doesn't matter what you think. Know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're wrong. Shut your mouth. Uh, be, poo candy that would be the Jeez. funniest thing ever. you got to teach him, Alex. He'd get popped in the mouth, and I would laugh. Yeah, worth the story. Just, ra- just raise your eyebrow at him. Yeah. <laughs> They're starting to catch on because I do the eyebrow thing every once in a while, but <laughs> they still can't do it, so they just move them with their fingers. <laughs> uh, anywho. Anything else, Scott? Okay. Uh, some Moving on from some happy news to some sad news. Uh, to John Hurt passed away. Uh, sweet. Jeebus. Age yeah. of 77. Uh classic British actor has uh, been in mm-hmm. a lot of my favorite movies uh, Alien uh, the <laughs> I'd be the most iconic horse scene ever with the the chest burster the initial chest burster uh, and then to reprise the role in Spaceballs <laughs> oh no not again <laughs> not again <laughs> uh, so good yeah Alien um, more recently in Things like Hellboy and V for Vendetta, even though those are uh, over a decade ago. And don't forget Harry Potter. Yeah. You hear the part in Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, just a pro- prolific actor. It's been a lot of things. Unfortunately, he was in the, the latest Indiana Jones movie. The what now? Exactly. <laughs> um, Wasn't that sponsored by Dan Aykroyd's Skull Vodka thing? It could have been. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, just a lot of, lot of movies. He was the, the voice of Aragorn in the the rotoscope Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Voice of Hazel in Watership Down. Yeah, and the list goes on. But yeah, it's uh, sad news. Yeah. Another... Yeah, it seems, seems like we're not slowing down at all with these... Uh, Losing, losing these yeah. actors and actresses. Yeah. But moving on from that, uh, the big news, the big news, mm. the the title of the next Star Wars movie was released. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it shall be known as Star Wars The Last Jedi. <laughs> as, as I predicted, things are not looking well for spoilers. Things are not looking well for... For old Luke. Ugh. 
he'll survive this movie. I think. So I think like it's because he's training the last Jedi. Yeah. Well, I think the, that's what they're kind of moving toward is like the Jedi and the Sith aren't going to be a thing anymore. It's just going to be people with the Force. So. Yeah, I know people are saying that. I think that's dumb. I I, I don't have an opinion on it, but uh, it would make sense if that's what happens, based on the title. So no more lightsabers. Oh no, there'll be lightsabers. No, not if a Jedi. Yeah. We're going to go with Dark Jedi. Oh, I'm Force-sensitive, but I can still use a lightsaber. So you're a Jedi? No. And they got to go through that whole explanation. Look, I can use the Force. I got a lightsaber. I'm not a Jedi or Sith, okay? I'm just a guy. What if it was like they never showed up to get their Jedi diploma? Are they officially a Jedi? <laughs> you're all talk, Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never finished Jedi school. Yeah, exactly. You never had the ceremony. <laughs> Eh. No one, no one ever approved of his lightsaber. Yeah, he's got, I, I he's know. got a rogue lightsaber. One. They're just now rebooting Star Wars, and to, to take Jedi and Sith out of the the mythology moving forward just seems like a something they wouldn't do. Yeah. I mean, Sorry, I mean, I mean, hopefully, story, yeah, story yeah. standpoint is one thing, but just to take it out of your whole everything, it just seems kind of. I don't think they'll do it. Well, hopefully, it'll be like. Well, I, I'm you know I'm not eager for his character to, to die, but um, hopefully it'll be a thing where that's that'll be kind of the plot is that that Luke is the last Jedi, um, and he'll be reluctant to to train her, but eventually he will um, to carry on the tradition. Uh, so revolve around you know what it means that for for the last Jedi to to pass on his the tradition, I guess. Because there's, well, there's new Sith called Ivan Drago that needs a beatdown. Ivan Drago. Nothing yet. There's Ted DiBiase. <laughs> That's what he says. Mm-hmm. So, so the one thing I've heard people say is like Jedi is doesn't necessarily mean one. It could it's, it's plural, right? I forgot the name of a, of a word that's both singular and plural. So it could uh, be yeah. him and, yeah. and it's, Ray. It's like fishes, right? Yeah. yeah. Fish eye. Fish eye. <laughs> so... Technically, you would think, okay, it's Luke, Kylo Ren could still come back to be a Jedi, right? And then Rey, that's those who you think. But also, I mean, it is obviously Luke. I mean, remember what Yoda says, when gone I am, the last of the Jedi, will you be? Uh, yeah, that is his official title. So, I mean, I think this is going to be about Luke Skywalker. It doesn't mean it's the end of Luke Skywalker. I think it's just, this is what this is about. That's my opinion. Like, obviously, I know nothing, but when I hear that, I just think, okay... We got none of Luke. We all wanted him. We got none of him in Force Awakens. Now this is about the last remaining Jedi. Yeah, so him and Rey. Yeah, him. Obviously, I think that's where it's going to go. Him training okay. Rey, and then what goes on from there. Would, that's how I interpret it. But So, so uh, well, we're deep diving this, but uh, what, does Finn have the requisite midichlorians? <laughs> is, is, Finn, is Finn able to use the Force? Because they kind of hint... At the in it that he is. I don't. You always say that. I don't know where he. Where you the see fact that there. Kylo Ren doesn't destroy him in two seconds mm-hmm. makes me think that, even though he's injured. Okay, I call that bad directing. But <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. That's my what I mean. Yeah. He could be. I don't know. He could be. I hope not. I think it's Ray and Kylo. It's kind of their story for this little. Those are the Force users and. And you don't need to be you don't, 
Ray. You, you, you don't need the Force to be cool in this thing, just like Han Solo, right? So Finn could make, you know, he could be the non-Force, just badass dude. Why he's cracking guy, whatever. He's <laughs> robot legs. I don't man. know. He's going to have robot legs. He's going to have robot spine. Yeah. No, his legs would be fine. He's, he's going to have the robot spine. Oh, yeah. He's going to be like uh, Bullseye. There it is. Adamantium spine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or Matt Damon in Elysium. There you go. Yeah, there you go. He's got a, a ring. Matt Damon. So. Robot. Yeah, I, I think the title's cool. I know people are saying because the letters are in red, people are reading a bunch of shit into that. I don't know, whatever. I mean, we all thought the second one was going to be a darker one, just like Empire, so maybe. So know. so the original trilogy, it was all yellow, right? It was white and yellow? Jed- Jedi was red. Jedi yes. was red. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. And Star Wars was its own. When it first came out, it really wasn't any of that. I don't even know what that was, but. Okay. Jedi was definitely red. And then Revenge of the Sith was red as well. Okay. There will be blood. Mm-hmm. But just a name of a movie, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I've yeah. liked most of the names. The only one I really didn't like was Phantom Menace. I know most people don't like Attack of the Clones. I still, I'm okay with it. And I, like I it. don't like Attack of the Clones. I know I'm in the minority on that. It's Clone Wars. It's right fucking there. Yeah, well, no, the, <laughs> it's the, like, the, oh, so cool. Yeah, the, Clone the Wars. Problem, yes. The problem with Attack of the Clones is that it implies that the the protagonists are being attacked by the clones, and that absolutely is not the case. Yes, that is true. You assumed that's what it was. Hmm. I don't know. I, I just, whatever. For me, it doesn't bother. I know, like I said, most people hate it. I, that one doesn't bother me. A Phantom Menace is just meaningless and stupid, and I don't like it. A New Hope is kind of weak as well, but since no one ever calls it that, I, I let it pass. But now, but now, the they, the movie. But now well, they've Wars. doubled down on that after after. I know. Rogue One, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hope. Give it his hope. Uh, hope. Alright, well, that's that's all I got. Unless you guys want to talk about more Star Wars. Uh, always, but... Always, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know I know you guys hate talking about Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Alright, uh, any any news that you have, Jeff? Anything you want to talk about? Any reviews? Uh, I finished watching Black Mirror, and I, I know I've been talking about it, but if you guys aren't watching it, I, su- I highly recommend it. How many seasons? Some episodes, it's three seasons. The first two seasons are only three episodes each. Okay. And this third season was six episodes. But it's like the like the Sherlock BBC thing, right? Where they're like full on movies, or are they no, just like an hour that. long? Yeah, they're they're an hour to an hour and fifteen minutes, or maybe forty five minutes to an hour and fifteen minutes. Um, and there there's no continu uh, they're not continuous. They're all anthology. So you watch one has nothing to do with the next one. So if you're watching it and you don't like it, stop it. Because there are some episodes that aren't that great, and I would have no problem if someone, you know, just stopping it. Oh, I don't really like this one. I'm going to watch another one. So, like, imagine it's like an updated Twilight Zone where they're just those little stories right. and most of these deal in the not-too-distant future with technology and how, how basically, as a society, we're doomed because of how reliant we are on them. That's pretty much what all the episodes are, but... Mm. And how social media. What was what was the other show that was Outer Limits? Yeah, that's that's what I think of when I when I see promo stuff for okay Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend it. It's like I said, it's 
definitely the first two seasons were, were BBC show, so it's very British. And you'll get people like uh, Haley Atwell's in it. Um, uh, one of the, that guy that's in the Star Wars movie, Hux. I, I don't know his name. Um, and, Dom, Domino Gleason. Yeah. He's in episodes, uh, or in a episode. But then this season there's been, uh, God, I can't remember anybody's name right now. The redhead, Ron Howard's dog, Bryce Dallas Howard's in an episode. Uh, oh, what's her face? Eve Alice? Alice Eve, Hot, yeah. Alice Eve, she's in an episode. So there's people, there are always stars. John Hamm's in an episode. So every episode there may be a lot of Game of Thrones uh <laughs> non-main characters but like braun was in an episode Ocean was in an episode <laughs> um i forgot rob's wife's name in game of thrones but she's in an episode so there's a lot of these una chaplin stabby uh, yeah. mcuterus <laughs> spoilers wow <laughs> <laughs> too soon Alex. too soon <laughs> yes um, so anyway that's my gone away talked way long too long about it but watch it that's it for me. Okay. Alex, yeah, Alex, any, any tidbits? I had my sports tidbits. Okay. All right. Uh, that wraps up this week. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about Cobra. <laughs> the reach back in the old memory, eh? Yeah, I'll scroll down to the bottom of my list here. <laughs> Starring Sylvester Stallone. Hey, my name is Cobra. Um, all right, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. <laughs>